Malcolm Forbes once said that failure is success if we learn from it. Tune in twice each month to The Shelley Show as co-host marketers Shelley Iverson and Nate Ebert interview successful business owners who share their failing forward marketing strategies and learn how to master digital marketing, Google Ads, and SEO. Let's go to work. Shelly. And this is Nate. And together we're The Shelly Show. And as always, we are brought to you by Shelly Social Media, here for all of your digital marketing needs. And today we are here with Kristen Klein. Go ahead and tell us about yourself and your business, Kristen. Thanks, Nate. Um, actually, it's Christine, Christine Klein. I own a uh, retail store called The Vintage Hammer. And we, me and my husband, we uh, upcycle and repurpose junk and old furniture and repurpose and redo it into really cool home decor. Okay. Well, awesome. So I'm just kind of curious, what's the most unique piece of furniture or what's one that you're really proud of that you were able to kind of change from that junk to, you know, an accoutrement, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> um, good question. And I get asked that question a lot. Oh, cool. Um, so in my brain, I've kind of narrowed it down because we've made some really cool stuff. Um, but I would say we've made, um, we made a really cool desk out of an old ladder. So an old ladder made up one side of the desk, and then there was a reclaimed piece of wood for the top. Um, that was one of my favorite pieces that we've ever done. And then another cool thing that we do a lot of is we take old um, ammunition boxes from World War II and turn them into anything from um, a hall entry table to an upright shelf to a hanging wall cabinet, lots of things. Interesting. Wow, that's cool. And where do you get these products from? I mean, where do you get this, like these items to refurbish? I was literally going to ask that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my husband is the picker. Okay. Um, and very, like some stuff we find in the ditch. Um, he dumpster dives, he goes to estate sales, farm auctions. He just very random. <laughs> dumpster cool. diving was one of my kids' favorite thing to do when they were growing up. I mean, this says a lot about my parenting, I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have a table that we repurposed for my stepdaughter, um, <laughs> that I found in college in a dumpster. <laughs> oh man. So, um, so Christine, I am curious, what really, I know that when we were kind of talking before we really started recording here, you were mentioning like, this is a new business. Where did you get the idea for this? What really kind of kickstarted this to becoming, you know, your you know primary source of income, it seems? Uh, that's an interesting story. So um, I've been pretty crafty and pretty handy my whole life. Okay. And um, I had moved to Jamaica and I lived in Jamaica for five years. Oh, and that's, where I met my, that's where I met my husband. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you poor thing. Yeah, poor already thing. Feel, already feel so bad now already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so in Jamaica, we had to be really resourceful, like furnishing our home. Okay. Um, and we didn't have any power tools. So not only did we have to be resourceful, we had to be creative. So then we decided it was time to come back here. This is where I'm from. 
Um, and we just started making stuff. And as I started posting stuff on social media and people started really liking our stuff, we said, hey, why don't we try to do this? Now, my husband had never used a power tool before he moved to the U.S. Um, <laughs> okay. And now he can like look at a picture on the, on the internet or come up with some kind of design in his head and he can pretty much make it. If he doesn't know how to do something or use a tool, he will YouTube video until he learns it. Yeah, eight, finger, <laughs> eight fingers later. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I would be missing a hand if I'm being honest. <laughs> I would really feel bad if he really did cut off his finger. I'm sorry. I didn't know. Yeah. Does he have all, I'm, I'm curious now. Does he have all 10 digits? He, he does. And he's a DJ by trade. So really? I told him your 10 fingers are the most important thing to keep track of. <laughs> yes, thankfully he still has all 10. This is fascinating. So it seems like this business almost started out of necessity. And then you kind of built a following that, just turned into that business. Yeah. Exciting. That's so exciting. I would well, say accident. It started by accident because I have, <laughs> I'm a full-time real estate agent. So this is my side hustle that has turned into this giant thing. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That's, that's, that's like a dream come true for many businesses, you know? Yeah. Man. Weird. I'm grateful every day for our success and our excellent. following. Oh, well, sounds, excellent. What an adventure. It sounds so fun. So, so it really seems like you've just kind of hit the ground running with this. And since it's so recent, I, I believe, um, you know, you've been in this business for a couple of years at most. When did it really get started for you? We opened our first small storefront in 2017. Oh, wow. Okay. So very recent. So it seems yeah. like you guys really hit the ground running. Um, but then of course, you know, the pandemic hit. So what kind of impact did that really make on your business and what changes did you have to make to respond to it? Gosh, um, we opened the last week of February, 2020, and we were open um, for three weeks and we had to oh, shut no. down. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Oh. So, um, that, that's we obviously to, not I mean, good. <laughs> no, it was not. It was terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> um, we had already started a really good following on social media and in our, well, Locally, lots of people, you know, started to know our name and love mm. our stuff. So I kind of took this stance of, hi, we just bought a 4,000 square foot building. Like business can't stop here. Mm -hmm. So we, I had to shift everything to much more online social media marketing and posting and um, off coming up with different ideas in my head on uh, curbside pickup and local delivery and if you want to paint some furniture while you're quarantined, we have awesome paint. So how about we put together like a little marketing kit of some paint to change your front door, just different ideas that I started coming up with and pushing them out on social media. And it, it we've done very, very well, thankfully. Yeah, that's awesome. Now I think we've done very well. I mean, a first year in business, like I have nothing to compare it to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fair. So maybe we did terrible for all I know. Yeah. Wow. So I guess after that moment of panic kind of, you know, set in of like, oh, wow, we just, like you said, we just got this building. We just got off the ground after three weeks, we have to shut down. What was, what kind of went into your planning process? Like what really, you know, 
because it, it seems like you guys haven't really stopped. What really were you able to do and kind of calm yourself down in just what were, what resources were you able to, you know, lean on? So there was a lot of discussion, a lot of sleepless nights, just okay. brainstorming on different marketing avenues. I have a marketing background. So, okay. And, and the marketing coupled with my creative brain, I think really helped to yeah. just, I sat down and I started coming up with ideas and I just, every single idea I had, I, I wrote it down and I'm like, okay, I need to look at these, see what will work, see what won't, and just start trying different things here to um, not only continue with business, but also increase business. So yeah. some things were worked, some things didn't, some things really worked. So I just kind of kept on that track of kind of trial and error and see what works and keep pushing the things that work and keep trying new things, get creative, think out of the box, stuff mm -hmm. like that. Yep. That's wow. Yep. That's what you do with marketing. And what it went with that marketing background that just really helped what helped you. It sounds like to me. So that's excellent. Yeah. yeah. And, and almost just already having that following, like, you know, you had mentioned, like you guys became pretty decently popular on Facebook by just showing what you were building, you know? And so I think that that really just kind of set you up for that success that you already had this following and really started the business because of that. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess what ways in thinking, this is thinking a longer way back, because I'm just trying to kind of extract a little bit of a lesson for the non-creatives out there that are looking to start a business. What really kind of went into really building that following kind of from the get-go? Was it just something that kind of na developed naturally or were there any strategies early on that you used? Uh, I would say a lot of it is time. Okay. And because we have a lot of jobs and a lot of things happening and a family and um, a lot of it was time and time management. And mm -hmm. um, I've learned over my business years that if I don't schedule it, I'm not going to do it. So mm -hmm. like to get that social media following, you know, way better than I do that you need to engage your audience. And that is only done by time. So you really need to schedule and almost force yourself to, mm you know, invite people into your page and look where you can post different things on different groups to get more people to follow and like your stuff. So it, it was really um, just scheduling that time and carving out that time to make it work because we all know that social media is a huge powerhouse and it will work if you work it right. Mm -hmm. So it's, mm -hmm. it, to me, it was just putting in the time and do some out of the box thinking and get creative on even on social media, like think about different, yeah. there's a group for everything on social media. So yes. think about different groups that may be interested in the stuff right. that you're interested in or exactly. the stuff that you're trying to make a buck doing mm -hmm. and get into those groups and join those groups and post and engage those people to come over to your page. Right. Yep. Wow. But to Perfect. me, it was really the time. It was really forcing myself to make the time to do it. That's a good one. We haven't gotten that one before. Yeah a lot of people just kind of have that passion just right out the gate and just that's, that's all they're doing. Like you said, this started as a side hustle for you and really mm -hmm. blossomed into something that even that could survive even a pandemic, like 
not many people can say that, <laughs> you know, so that's, that's just really impressive. And honestly goes to show your adaptability, not only as a person, but as a business owner. And that also goes to lessons I learned in Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Jamaica. <laughs> hey, there's what I can make something out of that to, you know, sit on. <laughs> that's, that's even, awesome. even taking it a step further. So yeah. before I moved to Jamaica, I was a complete type A like control freak, like it had to be my way. Well, if you're mm -hmm. like that in Jamaica, you won't survive because that's not how they roll. So I had to really? adapt into, okay, you're only going to worry about the things that you have control over, which in Jamaica is not much. The other stuff, you kind of just let it roll and go with the flow. <laughs> Don't worry, be happy, right? <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's a vibe. <laughs> well, that's awesome. So I'm type, I'm like extremely type B. And when I heard you say, you know, scheduling time, like, cause you know, you, you sound, you sound like a creative, just open person. And when you think type A, you think rigid, you know, rigid schedule, like staying to timelines and you've kind of been able to blend, you know, your old personality into your new one, which is being adaptable while also keeping that structure. And that that's, that's just impressive to me. I, I must say like being able to, move to Jamaica, adapt, you know, and then bring that same business, you know, model or, you know, drive that you have up to the States and make something out of it is really impressive. Exactly. Thanks. Thanks. I yeah. call it, mo I'm a modified type A. Modified. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's excellent. I, I need really a modified. People, I really hope that business owners and um, people that are looking to expand their business are listening to this episode and really getting really getting an idea that when you do work social media, especially, you know, that's what we do for a living. You know, we, we are, are digital marketers, obviously, Christine, that's what, you know, Shelly, social media, you know, and, and a lot of times we get that struggle with our clients. They just don't, don't understand the time commitment that it takes to, mm -hmm. to get that engagement, to get that reach, to get those followers to not only on Facebook, but Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, et cetera, you know, mm. to work that, work that out and schedule that time and to make that, and it's worth it. It is so worth it for businesses if they do do that. And um, I think that you've amplified that in, in this interview. So I really thank you for that. And I hope that people are listening because that's, it's a big key to, mm -hmm. to growing your business online these days. And I think I something I that totally I've agree. Oh, totally agree with that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think something that um, I've just kind of noticed was that not only were you willing to change your business, but you were willing to change yourself. And I think that that sometimes gets in someone's way where they're not willing to compromise on their their own self. Like they can kind of change the business. They can do things in that way, but you're just willing to adapt to the situation personally. And I think that that's an important lesson to pass on because Sometimes people just don't even think of that. They'll think, well, it's the business that's the problem. I, you know, I'm pouring everything I have, but they're not looking and evaluating what they can change about themselves and how they can adapt to it as well. Yeah. And that also, um, I attribute some of that to being married to a Jamaican because he is 100% go with the flow, laid back. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, and there's, you know, there's so many, how many times a day do you hear people say, I hate change? Well, mm -hmm. that's what happens every day in life. So yeah. to come out and say, I hate change. I, I, first of all, I don't believe that statement when people say it, because 
otherwise you wouldn't be here. <laughs> um, but change happens all around us every day. So you kind of, to me, you kind of have to embrace it. Yeah, completely agree. Well, is there anything that you would really, you know, outside of the messages you've already been saying, I, I've really enjoyed listening and, you know, learning. That's one of my favorite parts of this podcast, honestly, I think. Um, for me personally. Um, but what's something that you would really like to pass on to our listeners? Like maybe a lesson that you've kind of learned throughout your time as being a business owner? I would say my biggest lesson is just what we've been talking about. You know, keep an open mind, keep an open yeah. mind and, and think out of the box and know that change is going to happen. So I try to foresee it. And that way I'm, I'm already ready and I'm already there when it happens. But I would say that's probably the biggest lesson for me. Gotcha. There was well, a, yeah. there was a quote that comes to mind and I was just trying to think of it as you guys were talking, but I believe it's something to, I don't know who said it, but it, he was, it was change is the only constant in life. Oh, yep. I've heard that one. Mm -hmm. I've heard that one too. I, and I also don't know who said it. Yeah, me either. I know. Is that one of those just anonymous? I <laughs> <laughs> have like, a quote. They're like, just anonymous. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to look it up and get back to that. But I, I yeah. love the quote and I believe it. And I, and it's certainly something that I've, I've learned as a business owner. I mean, we're constantly changing. We have to. We just you have to. to. Yeah. There's one that uh, I, I thought of because you literally said part of it, which was um, um, from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles when John Candy's talking. He's like, you got to just go with the flow like a twig on the shoulders of a mighty stream. <laughs> 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 and that's a motto I live my life by. <laughs> in the trouble, but hey, you know, like you said, change is constant. <laughs> Well, all right, Christine. Well, it's been wonderful having you on. Thank you so much. I really have enjoyed this lesson that you've shared with us and, you know, kind of how you've been able to adapt not only your business, but yourself to the surroundings and the change that is constantly around us. So thank you so much for being on. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. So nice to meet you.